Welcome to Take It Off, where I undress fashion thrills and I address social ills. Let's get into it. What to wear when you're feeling stressed, doctor's order. Here to share practical suggestions on how to deal with stress, including using it as a positive influence, please welcome Dr. Terrence Foster. Hi, doctor. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm good. It's great to have you. We were having so many difficulties. Are you you starting now or are you... Yes. Are you actually starting now? Yes. Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, that's perfect. We'll keep that in there. So... You came out with this book. How stressed were you writing this book? Yes, indeed. Um, the book is called The Stress Book, 40 Plus Ways to Manage Stress this and Enjoy Your Life. This meeting is being recorded. And, and it's a book that is considered to be one of the most comprehensive books on the field of stress management and prevention. And not just by me saying that, but by a literary agent, uh, we've reviewed the book and uh, found it to be uh, comprehensive and very detailed in terms of stress management and prevention. So it's a book that has over 22 chapters and a lot of different ways and action that people could take that are practical, that can be helpful in terms of relieving stress. And I just want to give the listener uh, a warning. So he is a medical doctor. So, and I am just into fashion. So we're going to try to combine our worlds today. If you're wondering what's going on, he's going to give us the medical perspective of it. And I'll kind of touch base on what's going on stylish wise. Does that sound okay? That's okay. What's the, um, um, I'm Gray. How do you best pronounce your name? Let me make sure I get that straight. And Darji. Andarji. Yes. Okay, that's so beautiful, Andarji. Thank Wonderful. you. So Okay, and Andarji. Um some people feel like, you know, if I dress good, feel good, do good, I will do good. Is that true? Well, there's some truth to that, but it starts much deeper than that, Andarji. Um one of the first mm. things, and I've got a chapter in the book which says, accept who you are. And the first thing to feel good about yourself is accepting who you are. If you can accept who you are as a person, the way you look, the way you speak, your personality, that in part defines who you are. Now, what you put on the outside also plays an important role. Now, the way we dress, the clothes we wear, is it too long, is it too short, is it too big? Is it the right color? Does it fit our skin tone? All these things plays a part. In addition to that, and and Darji, um, the way we do our hair, what hairstyle do we have? Are we wearing locks? Are we straightening our hair? Is it too short? Is it too long? All these are important factors in helping to uh, determine how one perceives themselves and how good they feel about themselves. So it's, it's very imperative that people understand that the way we feel about ourselves starts with one accepting who we are and two also what we put on ourselves our clothing our hairstyle our actual type of clothes we wear and also the perception that we believe other people have of us which may may or may not be true and that's true about what other people believe about us in fact some people are dressed for stress 
they have either controlling partners or friends who overly criticize or parents who are controlling. But I know that there are different types of stress. What are they? Right. So stress can be um, in, in there are several ways that stress are classified, but the main three component that you're categorizes is one, um, calmness. Mm. Second one is you stress. And then there is distress. Now, calmness is a state when you're feeling good and you said, and Dajay, you know, I'm feeling great. I just want to relax and just enjoy this day. Uh. And you are at the beach and you're relaxing. Now, that is good, but it has its limit. If we live in a world where everything was just like that, all our life we could just be on the beach and do nothing, then that gets to a point where we become non-productive. Mm. We all need a certain level of stress in our life. And that's where you stress comes in, where we have a, a, a tolerable and an appropriate or an optimal amount of stress, where we're stressed, but we're not in distress. Now, what does that mean? That means that you have something to motivate you. You have something to take you from a level of saying, okay, oh, I got to accomplish something. Mm. Let's say, for example, that's an examination. I have to pass this examination. Or you may get a promotion in your job and you want to do well in your job. Therefore, you're not looking at saying, okay, well, I am stressed. Yes, you're stressed, but you're stressed for a good cause. You're stressed to motivate you to accomplish something. And that then becomes an important aspect of your life, as opposed to say, well, you know what? I have nothing to motivate me. I have nothing to drive me. Mm. We all need to have something in our lives to aim for, goals, something to strive for something to that is more difficult than what we probably believe we can accomplish and that in of itself create a level of stress so that's what we call the you stress part of it and then there's distress distress is now you have so much stress in your life that you're wondering gosh what can i do with my life what can i do with myself hmm. i can't do anything whether you're mentally and physically immobile because guess what you have too much stress you have too many factors that are impeding you to make decisions, too many factors that are impeding you to move forward. So you're in a state of distress, and therefore you need to get out of that. So those are the three main categories. And not distressed um, genes, guys. He means actual distress. Pardon me? I said not distressed genes, actual distress. Actual distress. Yes. Right, right. Where you're in distress and you're, are some people just in, their life is in total chaos. And it's in case because they, they have so many competing factors that are creating havoc in their life. They cannot do anything. So we need to get out of that zone and to get into a zone where calmness sometimes, but you want to spend a good amount of time in your stress where you have things to motivate you. And sometimes at the end of the day, kick back, relax and enjoy life. Mm. And some of these people, they're going through all of this stress. You can't always tell. They might be pretty good at hiding it what are some yes. ways that we can identify our loved ones who are stressed well one of the first thing is communication communication is one of the most important thing because a lot of people suffer in silence yes and they're suffering in silence not because they believe that that's the best way but sometimes they don't want to to know one that they're in, in stress or in distress and two they do not want to feel like they're a bother to others hmm. so one is for um, if you're with whatever relationship you're in, make sure that you create an environment where it's 
acknowledge or it's expected that there's open communication where you could speak to your loved one, they could speak with you openly and, and, and without fear, without being criticized, without being judged. Because a lot of times, some of the things that are stressing people are things that can be related to judgmental or being judgmental. Mm. So people are afraid of saying, well, if I talk to this person about um, my sex life and the stress that I'm having, they're going to judge me. If I talk to them about my job and how I'm performing, they're going to judge me. If I talk to them what I mm -hmm. think about race or politics, they're, they're going to judge me. You know, so, and these are things that people live in society and they're faced with. So one is to, if it's your real friend, you should be able to talk to your friends, <laughs> real friends. and Real ones, never, guys. You should be able to talk to them about anything without thinking, okay, uh, what are they thinking about me? No, because, you know, some of us have friends that are from high school days or from kindergarten and we, we say anything and we don't, we don't filter what we're saying. We don't paraphrase it. We just says and and when you find people in your life that you could relate to in that manner where you could talk and feel free and just say you know what this is what i'm thinking and sometimes <laughs> in some time they they you will know what they're thinking they will know what you're thinking because you have that relationship and they could just express themselves freely and that's one of the key factors open communication give people permission to speak permission for you to be non-judgmental, permission for them to say, you know what, I'm talking to my friend, I'm talking to my sister, I'm talking to my brethren. And therefore, that feeling of openness is there. Mm. And they could just let it all hang out in good times and bad times. Amen to that. Absolutely. Uh, I am clinical.com. They came out with an article about how what you can wear can affect your anxiety. I want us to dissect this and to see if this is actually facts or if this is fiction. Absolutely. Okay, so one of them is careless couture. So the person who doesn't feel motivated by anything, so they just put on sweatpants to go to the office, for example. But mm -hmm. really, they have feelings of rejection and paranoia, and they are a bit depressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the, the point here is, okay, some people will, I guess you could say, test the system. Mm. You know, um, they want to do and be whatever they want to be. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that works well, depending on, of course, let's say the job you're in. You could wear anything and anything goes. Other jobs there's certain dress code which has to be adhered to. And, and some people fail to adhere to those codes. Now, depending on if you're just wearing something because you believe it matches your mood, it matches who you are, it's your identity, it's your religion, it's your culture, then that also plays a role as well. So people have to make that choice between what am I really doing? Why am I dressing the way that I'm dressing? Because it does make a difference. It because does. if you have a conflict between what you're wearing and what's expected of you, then you have to come to terms with that and say, you know what? I have a job to do and this is what is required. I'm going to adhere by their rules or their guidelines. If you're in a religious group and these are the things that are required of you, then you try to adhere to that because otherwise you're going to be in conflict with with what is expected of you and what you're doing. 
Now, if you're none of that, you're not into religion, you care about nothing, <laughs> then do whatever you want to do. But understand that there are consequences to that. Because you can wear whatever you want, whenever you want, but depending on where are you going to wear this to? Are you going to wear it to the beach, to the party, to your job, to a, a, a church service or a religious service? Mm. Then that has a consequence as well. So you have to bear those things in mind and not just think about yourself, think about others and think about, think about what you feel. Now, some people are very strong in their belief and their personality and they live their life and you know they don't really care about what you or I or anybody thinks and that's okay. And that's a good thing sometimes, but it has its limit as well. We have also have to realize that we're not here on an island all by ourselves. We live with other people. We're mm. in a we're in society. There are certain expectations of us, and yes, we could do whatever we want to a certain limit. But then we have to realize your consequence. If you you know you walk in and your pants is below your your butt, and you walk into a job and expect to get an uh, a job, maybe some job, some employer will employ you, but others will look at you and don't even give you the time of day. Or if they give you the time of day, it's just as quick as that interview is over, you're out the door. Mm. You know, so, so it's all about what is it you're doing in terms of how you reconcile that with who you are, what society expects of you, what you believe, and how you reconcile that with yourself. Because at the end of the day, you could feel good about yourself, but you also have to live in society. You also have to adjust to what is norm and what is not. And again, here's another example I could give you. If you are, say, um, just pick any major star um, that is out there, say, in the NBA, they could put a mouse on their head and they could go to the NBA and if they're um, um, scoring 40 points a night, turn the rebounds or whatever, somebody is going to employ them because mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who they are because they have a skill that um, supersedes whatever um, exterior um, negative connotations that their dress may come may come with or or whatever negative society may have against them they have some skill that outweighs all of that so so whoever is going to employ them is not going to look at those and say oh man this guy um has locks or this guy has so much tattoo no they're looking and saying oh, man this guy's gonna hurt me how many millions huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so dennis rodman gonna, we're gonna keep him we're gonna keep him yeah we're gonna keep him because guess what he is going to earn me millions. On the other hand, if you have very little to offer, mm. even though you, you know um, you don't really move the needle, where somebody say, you know what, this person will bring me more than what your negative connotation is, then they're going to reject you. Um, not necessarily because they would never accept you, but because you do not move the needle in terms of the direction that they see is going to be beneficial to them. Mm. Which, which is it's a paradox in society we we accept certain things that society will accept at a certain level depending on economics or culture they will reject at a certain level and also when um finance and money comes into play then of course it's a different role altogether people will accept whatever is the bottom line at any given time you know and and then we also have to know that that one size doesn't fit all not everyone get the same treatment <laughs> that, yes, then you're in the money game. Yes. 
So the opposite they also said is of this is low rise or low self esteem. So people, if you yeah. are someone with low self esteem, you may feel the need to dress a certain way to overcompensate. So really yeah. dressing up everywhere you go, constantly head to toe. People look at that woman or that man and they say, "Oh, this person." Is just shallow or vain, but really, this person、mm -hmm. might be very self-conscious. Right, and and that's one of the things. Accepting who we are comes back to that very fundamental point that we have to, whoever you are, accepting who you are as an individual, as a person, is one of the essential element of of、um, having a high self-esteem. And when your self-esteem is at a low level, then of course you're going to try to dress according to that. You're going to Um, associated with people that you feel are within the same category as you are in terms of in terms of how they think, in terms of how they react, in terms of acceptance. So you have, as an individual, have to one understand what is your worth.、Mm. Who are you? What are you worth? You know, some of us go through life and we allow certain people to define us. And worse than that, sometimes we define ourselves, but we define it using the wrong parameters, or we define it using the wrong system or the wrong elements in our life. So now we have to get beyond that, and we have to understand ourselves. Now that's not necessarily easy to do, but once you could get to that point in your life where you could say, you know what, I am worth something. I have value. I have、um, I have certain things that are so important in my life. That those things are the things that drive me. Those are the things that makes me who I am, and therefore I will not settle for this. I will not reduce my standard to that. And therefore, once you get to that point, then you can elevate your life to a level where you determine how you're treated. You determine how people respond to you, and also how you treat other people. If you have low respect or no respect for yourself. Our low self-esteem. You're going to tend to to carry that into other people's、um, circle.、Mm. So you have to learn and understand where you are first. And once you do that, you're halfway there. It doesn't mean that you're there, but you're on the way to getting there. So if you don't understand who you are, what you're about, then your clothing, your dress is going to be one that's going to reflect that. And you're going to find the lowest denominator that is. Comparable to where you believe you are, so the mind is so important, and Darje, the mind is so important for us to conceptualize who we are and therefore live the life that we believe is going to be of value to us. Because if we can get through that, where we our mind can guide us into the direction where we want, then we're going to always have problems in terms of our identity, in terms of who we are, and what we accept in our lives. How can people dress for success or dress for less stress? Okay,、um, one of the things. So you get. Let's assume you get past the idea. You know, or you have an idea of who you are. You have accepted yourself.、Mm -hmm. And also, it doesn't mean that you have to be perfect in this. You know, we're all work in progress. We all have things that we need to work on. All of us. <laughs> we may believe at some point that oh man, I'm I've got it all going, but you know, we have issues. That needs to be worked on. So, we 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 accept that. Now, how do we dress for success? We have to realize that yes, clothes our clothes make us feel better. You know, if you are dressed up,、um, you're going to feel better than if you're dressed down in most instances. Now, 
It doesn't mean that you need to be dressed up to feel good. You know, if you're going to a barbecue at somebody's backyard, you don't need to be in a three-piece suit and tie or your best uh, evening gown. You don't mm. need to be that, right? But at the same time, you could just dress enough to where you feel comfortable about who you are. So understand the circumstances where you're, what you're dressing for. Where are you going? You know, what is the general expectation of that event in terms of dress code that you're going? Because some people may, may show up to an event and they have no idea what the dress code is. Or they may say, well, you know, I'm going to wear this or I'm going to wear that. And you go there and everybody looks different than you do. And then that in of itself could create a level of stress for you. So understand where you're going, what's expected of you, what are the expectations. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to fit in all the time because that too can be a stress. Because you see, mm -hmm. we're all human beings where we want to have our own identity. And that is great because we're all different. You know, we're, we have so much in common, but we're different. But once you can, um, once you can understand that, guess what? I have an expectation of who I am and I feel good about who I am. And this level of dress, this level of clothing, this level of appearance is acceptable to me. Then I'm fine with that. You'll be fine with that. But understand what it is you're doing. Understand what is required. What are the, the outliers so that you, if you're uncomfortable with it, then you try to find a, a zone where you feel comfortable. And therefore, you could just live within that zone. See, I was thinking about this so differently, this question. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about ways that can actually reduce your stress. So some of the things I thought of was buying softer material or sniffing through your partner's clothes. Sometimes, okay. that, sometimes <laughs> that can make you feel a little bit. Or another thing is like, I think when people have too many options, it can overwhelm them. So getting mm -hmm. rid of a lot of stuff in your closet might help you calm down. Right. Um, some people do have too many clothing and they're not wearing them and they're just there. Now, um, you need comfortable clothing, you know, wherever you are. And that's one of the things that everyone should adhere to find. You know, the clothes, it may look great, but if you're not comfortable, then you're going to spend probably a significant amount of time in a in a suit or in a shoes or something mm -hmm. that you're uncomfortable so you have to one make sure that your clothes are properly um fitted to you and also make sure that you're comfortable with the style that you're wearing some people are not comfortable with uh, if their dress is too short mm. or if it's too tight or if it's too buggy or they want something they're not comfortable with something that is too long or they're not comfortable with whatever it is now you have to figure out what is it you're comfortable with and once you figure once you figure that out, then it's easier for you to uh, uh, um, make adjustment to fall within whatever makes you feel most comfortable. But you have to figure that out. You know, a good part of this is what is it you want? The problem is that most of us don't know what we want. Mm. <laughs> you know, we, we, we see something and we say, man, that looks good. I'm going to do that. But then you try it and you realize, oh, man, I really don't like this. Oh, so, yeah. You know, I, I, you know, you said, oh, man, I want to wear that shoes. I want to wear this high heel. I want so many hinges. But then you realize, man, my hand is all is all that good. Why am I wearing this? Or, you know, or I want this tight jeans. But then my body habitus probably you don't have the shape. You don't have all the curves. But then you, that's what you see someone else in it. And you think, well, maybe I should give it a try. 
Oh. Be comfortable with you. And that it comes back to accepting who you are. If you can accept who you are, then some of these things will be just side things you just see. And, and you know that we're all beautiful in so many different ways. You know, I mean, we all try to have this one narrow definition of what beauty is. And sometimes that really leads to a lot of us having problem because we're trying to fit into a mode that someone else said is beautiful. And if we understand that, you know, you know, there's so many of us, so many different colors and shades and, you know, that's what makes life and people special. We're all beauty in different ways. I mean, you may be short, you may be tall, you may be fat, you may be whatever. You have long hair, you have short hair, you have curly hair, you know, people are different. And that is in part one of the things that makes us special and makes us unique. So if we could accept that, or if you as an individual can accept that, then you're going to be less stressed because you are not trying to, okay, now I have to curl my hair. I have to have this complexion. I have to wear this. I have to wear that. But you could accept where you are, who you are, and therefore you live within your own comfort zone of whatever that is. And also one of the things that you were saying earlier was you see someone else wear it, so you might want to wear it, but then it doesn't look good for you. Right, it doesn't. It doesn't. And if you don't love it in the store, you're not going to love it at home. All of these trends that are constantly changing, you constantly have to spend money to keep up with other people. But if if that's going to drain you, don't do it. It's not worth it. Right. And, you know, you, you have to get to that point in life where you said, you know what? And, you know, one of the chapters I talk about is your budget and, you know, maintaining a budget. And part of that is so many of us try to keep up with the other people, the Jones, as they said, they mm. you know, we try to, um, okay, man, they got a new car. Maybe I should get a new car like them. They're on vacation. Maybe I should go on vacation. Oh, look how they're dressing. Oh, maybe I should talk about wonder where they're shopping. Let me go shop there too. Well, guess what? You don't need to do all of that. You know, maybe they could shop at a more expensive store than you do. That's okay. You know, it's sometimes it's not even the clothes. It's who's wearing it. <laughs> that makes a difference. Some people could wear a suit for $3,000 and another person wear it for $100. And the one with $100 look much better than the one in $3,000. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily about where you're shopping and what you're spending and the amount of money. It's who you are as a person. But again, accepting who you are is one of the key components of passion and, and identity and who you are. And just accepting that part of you. You, we, all of us are unique in our own way. And that uniqueness is what makes our life special. Once we're able to accept that and say, you know what, this is who we are. Accept me. Here I am. And lastly, we got, we're got we running out of time, but where can the listener find out about you? And what is your f- fashion tip? Okay, so my fashion tip is first thing, um, understand who you are, real work and accepting who you are. Because that is so key. If you could do that mentally, then the physical part will come into play. Because then you're not, your action will not be dictated by what other people are doing necessarily or what they think of you. So that's the first thing. And then also understand if you're going to a function, know what is expected at that function. Don't show up in um, a tight shot or something when you're going to a church or to a wedding when you know it's a totally different 
uh, the core that's required of you. Understand what is expected of you. And then try to fit within that mode. Now, if you choose to get outside of that uh, norm or what is considered norm, then understand also that there are consequences to that. So mm. you should also be prepared to experience the consequence of not doing what is expected or what is the criticism that comes with that. If you're strong and uh, absorbing criticism, that's okay. You could do that. But know that people will criticize you and that's also okay. But be prepared to accept that. But know what you're getting into and be prepared for that. In terms of where you could get um, my book, The Stress Book, 40 Plus Ways to Manage Stress and Enjoy Your Life, it's available on Amazon as well as wherever books are sold. I have a website, which is uh, dterrencefoster.com. Um, the book itself is an award-winning, it's won at least five awards already, and is a best-selling book. So it's a book that not just deals with a little bit about fashion, but also has 22 chapters, uh, 40 plus ways of managing stress. So it's indeed a very comprehensive book that will make people's life different and better, which is the objective uh, of why this book was written in part. Dr. Terrence Foster, everyone, thank you. Thank you so much, Andrade. It's a pleasure to be here and I appreciate it and much success in everything that you do on your listeners. That's what's out, that's what's in. See you next week on next week's trend. Follow me at Take It Off Show and I'll see you next Tuesday at 5 p.m.